Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Looking to expand or move your company? Ohio has the talent you need to scale for growth. Ohio's central location, reliable infrastructure, and top-ranked business climate are here to help you succeed. Get to business. Visit successinohio.com today. Does picking an outfit have you running a little too fashionably late? We get it. Great taste takes time. That's why Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery, has your back with the largest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, delivered in under 60 minutes. Convenience never goes out of style. So if you need to spend some extra time in the mirror instead of at the store, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. going on happy sunday to you uh if this weekend has taught me one thing is that i am not the man i used to be man back-to-back nights of concerts whoo after a pandemic after being locked down i haven't done that in so long but i am feeling it today muscles ache body aches i'm tired Ears are ringing. Man, I think there is there a pill for just being old and crabby? Well, that's me, but I got a lot to talk about, man. I uh, went to some great shows over the weekend. First show was Them Dirty Roses down in Chicago uh, at a place called Joe's on Weed Street. 
And the second show was out in Joliet, which uh, was just out. Those that do follow the show know that I went and just recently saw The Cold Stairs. A couple months ago, saw Julius Wolf at the same venue. This time, it was The Dead Daisies, Don Jameson, and The Black Moods. Great bill, great lineup, fantastic night of rock and roll, of rock music. But yeah, I am tired, I am worn out, and... uh, just reality hit. It's, it's the first time since before the pandemic, and it's a rough go, man. I woke up, and I'm just like, man, thank God I don't have to work today because I am in no condition to do anything but sit on the couch and watch football. But wanted to record this podcast for you because wanted to tell you some, about some great live acts that are happening. We're going to get into all that before we begin We are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. You can check out all old and new episodes of the Hook Rocks Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Scott. Wherever you do podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, Stitcher, we are there for you by a click of a button. You can listen, download all the episodes on your phone or mobile device, so you can check out everything from our introduction, very first episode a little over two years ago, to our last episode, which was the interview with Frank Hannon from Tesla. Second time he's been on the show, but lots of great episodes. Recently, we've done the legacy of Ronnie James Dio, our Iron Maiden album review for their 17th solo album, Senjutsu. Great, great new music spotlights recently. Amy Darling, Jack J. Hutchinson, Blacktop Mojo, The Dead Deads, some great legacy artist interviews. Brad Gillis, D. Snyder, and like I said, Frank Hannon, John Karabi, great interview there as well. So please check out all those interviews. Like I said, old and new, you can check out other great music podcasts throughout the Pantheon Podcast Network. Just visit them at pantheonpodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, you can also check out via Shout Out Loudcast, the great KISS podcast. Tom and Zeus do a wonderful job over there. But we did a collaboration a couple weeks ago called The Zeppelin Chronicles, where we talk about our introduction to Led Zeppelin, our journey, and how it began with Led Zeppelin. Very cool stuff. Very interesting. Hope you do enjoy it. We're going to be doing episodes every quarter. Uh, so look for those as we continue. But check out the Zeppelin Chronicles wherever you do podcasts. Just search the Zeppelin Chronicles. And if you can't find it that way, search Shout It Out Loudcast. And I think it's probably the third episode down, but you can see the Zeppelin Chronicles. Check it out. It's a great episode. Love working with those guys. Great dudes. They become friends. And look for more from that collaboration in the future. Write us a review as well. Please take the time to tell us a couple sentences, a couple words, a few words, whatever it is, to tell us what you like about us and why you're listening to us. Always appreciate that. And now a word from our sponsor. This episode of The Hook Rocks is sponsored by Blue Chew. Say it with us, Blue 
Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom by offering chewable tablets that can help men get stronger and longer-lasting erections. Very, very important. Very important. Probably the most important thing in any relationship these days. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. It's like a deal, man. Everybody likes a deal. Go get it. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve harder, stronger erections to combat all forms of ED, erectile dysfunction. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online at your fingertips, folks, on the interwebs. So cool. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredients and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Blue Chew's Sidenafil and Tadalafil tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA. It's like I hear the Star Spangled Banner playing while I'm saying that. It's amazing. And they prepare and ship direct, and it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from the extra confidence when it's time to perform... Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And here's a special for all Hook Rocks listeners. Try BlueChew free when you use our promo code MILKSHESHESHESHAKE. At checkout, you just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code MILKSHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHESHES
other listeners, um, YouTube algorithms, whatever, you know, they've just kind of popped up in my radar. Phenomenal, phenomenal band, very Southern rock, very, you know, I wouldn't say they're, they're kind of like Almond Brothers-ish. I would probably say they're, they're closer to elements of like the Blackberry Smoke with like the Black Crows kind of sound, where it's, it's, it's more of a rock in terms of, of where they're coming from, more of a harder edge, if you will. So I didn't know what to expect. I was walking into this club and, you know, I grabbed a seat in the back because I still got to sit down because I still have issues with my leg right now, which uh, is becoming a big pain in the ass, but whatever. So I took a seat and grabbed a beer. These guys came on and blew me away. Absolutely just wow. They're a new band, so it wasn't a full crowd, but you thought they were playing for 10,000 people, the way they interacted with the crowd, the way they played. They were giving it their all, and that's so old-school rock and roll. That's such a lesson that a lot of bands need to know is that even when the crowd isn't what you want it to be, man, you're playing for people who have seen you for the first time. This is their first impression of you. And you better give it, and you better bring it, and they certainly did. What struck me, first and foremost, was the atmosphere they created on stage. This is a down-and-dirty, sleazy southern rock band, bringing the party back to rock and roll. Doing shots with people in the crowd, having shots brought up on stage, drinking whiskey, you name it. They were bringing it. They were absolutely having a great time and you know whether like i said whether what the crowd was or 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 whatever by the end of that show that crowd was roaring and making so much noise and 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 cheering the band on and really into it they brought it and they really did and kudos to them this is a band that's really been you know i was talking to a couple members of the band um namely Andrew Davis, the guitar player. They've been doing their thing in Alabama and in that area for a while, and they're bringing it now to a national level. They're touring, going after a larger audience, and they should because they're that type of band. We talk a lot about the new face of rock music and the bands that are emerging right now. This is one of those bands. I don't know if they're at the level as like a Dirty Honey right now. Of course, Greta is what they are, and the Struts are what they are. And, you know, there's Joyce Wolf. There's so many bands that we talk about on this show and have had on this show that they are primed to be in that category with a little bit more seasoning, I think. You know, I mean, they are primed to be in that category, definitely. I know they're releasing music. They've released singles. I'd love to see them release a physical copy of what they're doing, either CD or vinyl or both, preferably. Um, hopefully that's coming because I would love to listen to their music. I know you can hear all of them Dirty Roses music on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, whatnot. But they are a band that you should really take notice. And if you have the opportunity to go see them live, you need to take it because these guys are, are really intense. They're a fun band to watch. I had a good time just, just, just watching them interact with the crowd and themselves. 
I don't know a lot of songs that were in the set list, you know, because a lot of stuff is new. And, you know, of course, Cocaine and Whiskey is what brought me to them. It kind of introduced me to that band. But um, they played that song, which was great. Whiskey in My Cup, another great song that they played there. Um, I I didn't know that. Um, Sunday Drunk. Just a whole bunch of great tunes. They played some new songs. They did an incredible Mississippi Queen cover that was just awesome. And then, like I said, the crowd wasn't that big. And it's not because, you know, it's just because they're new and they're playing a new market. That crowd made so much noise and was so into it and was so passionate about this band. At the end of the show, they got called out for an encore. I mean, the crowd was just so into it. They got called out, and they did Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin, and they fucking nailed it. It was awesome. It was fantastic. Uh, Just so much energy, so great to see them have that experience. Like I said, I walked in. I did not know what I was walking into. I'm like, I have no idea what this band is going to be about, but... Live versus what they've recorded and what songs are available for you to listen to does not do them justice because, man, they they just kicked you in the ass watching this show. It, just a phenomenal uh, young band that I know there's great things ahead because they've got that attitude. They really do have that rock and roll soul that you need, man. Having a good time, partying, not taking life too serious, drinking whiskey, singing about good times and partying and we tend to take things too serious these days and we tend to get bogged down in that and bands you know sometimes do that too as well but with them dirty roses man it is a rock and roll atmosphere it's a rock and roll party so if you're going to go see them live be prepared be prepared to have a good time they will not sell you short, definitely. I think after this show, they're headed back to Alabama. They got a show in Huntsville and then Natchez, Mississippi, Little Rock, Little Rock Arkansas. They're going to be in Texas in October, Indiana, Evansville, Kansas City. Um, so go check them out if you're in those areas. I guarantee you will have a good time. I guarantee you will enjoy it. Uh, just a phenomenal band. Uh, I, I, I hope to have them on soon. I talked to them after the show, so hopefully they're going to be coming on and a new music spotlight here for the Hook Rocks. But altogether, just a great experience, a great band, a band to definitely watch out for in 2022 as we start to close out the year of 2021. Next up, Saturday night... The Forge, Joliet, Illinois, about an hour from my house, give or take. I was taking my son, you know him as the Youth Rocks, give him a follow when you get a chance. A couple buddies, too, as well, uh, were meeting us there. We were excited to see the Black Moods, Don Jameson, and the headline act, the Dead Daisies. I was pumped for this show. Uh, I've never seen Glenn Hughes live in concert, in any form, whether he was touring with his solo stuff or whatever he's, you know, wherever he's toured. I know the last few years prior to the Dead Daisies, he's kind of done 
a Glenn Hughes show where he kind of catalogs his whole career. Never had the chance to go out and see that live, so I was excited to see this legendary vocalist, legendary bassist, known because he was the bass and singer uh, for Deep Purple for a while with David Coverdale on the Burn album and Stormbringer. Don't know if he was on anything else. Those are the two I primarily know him from with Deep Purple. So I was pumped to see that. I have seen the Dead Daisies before uh, with John Karabi a couple albums ago when Tishy was the drummer and you know Doug Aldrich was in the band as well and Marco Mendoza. So you know they always go through some changes. I've had a lot of members on. The show, like Karabi, like Doug, I've had Glenn on, I've had Dean on, I've had Brian Tishy on, and they all speak to it as a collective. So they do have a lot of changeover. I don't know if that affects their fan base or affects the, you know, the consistent flow of fans, you know, because you you do become connected to a member and then that member leaves and what does that fan do as a result of it? Nevertheless, they've always got awesome musicians playing like they do now with Glenn, and I was pumped. I was excited to see this live because I love their new album, Holy Ground, and I love Glenn Hughes and huge Doug Aldrich fan too as well. And I've been following him since the days of Lion and when he was in Hurricane and Dio and Whitesnake and Burning Rain, which is his other side project that he does, and he's done a few other things too as well. But I was excited about that. I was excited to see Don Jameson. I was always a big fan of that metal show with him, Jim Florentine, and Eddie Trunk. Very disappointed that that show never resurfaced, as most metal and hard rock fans are. And to have their, you know, to be there with my son, who used to stay up late on Saturday nights, and we'd watch episodes of that show. That metal show is a little bit of that reason why he is so in tune with this music. I mean, he grew up watching that stuff and the artists on there too as well. You know, I've taken him to concerts and, you know, Iron Maiden, Metallica, wherever. I mean, he's been to so many shows that he just loves, you know, rock and metal. And I'm so happy he does because we've bonded so much on that. So to see John Jameson up there too as well meant a lot for my son and I. Because, you know, when he would sit on the couch with me and we'd be eating popcorn and we'd be watching these interviews and these rock discussions. And now he goes back and he tries to find the episodes and he rewatches them and everything. I don't know how successful he is. I don't know if YouTube has the old episodes. I haven't looked it up in a while, but that was great. And, of course, the Black Moods that I was just ecstatic to see. Chris Corradetti and I have done... A lot of our shows, and we've talked about this band quite a bit. Um, a lot of the people that I talk to via Twitter, we have this Groove Council thing. This band is always mentioned in our conversation. And I've had Josh Kennedy on the New Music Spotlight, too, as well, the singer-guitar player. So I was pumped to see them as well. So this was going to be you know, a great, great show. And it did not disappoint. The first band up was the Black Moods. My son and I went to dinner, went to our typical pizza place on the way up to the Forge that we've done a few times. He had an Italian beef sandwich, which is not a roast beef sandwich, folks. Those that are listening outside of Chicago, well, it's a roast beef sandwich. No, it's Italian beef, okay? 
And I know people don't know what that is. It's probably the greatest sandwich in the history of mankind. When you're in Chicago, you got to go to a Portillo's or any place that has the name beef in their in their name. You know, like a beef stand, they call it. So Johnny's Beef, Jay's Beef, Tony's Beef, whatever it is. If you see a sign that says something beef and it's like a fast food place, go in there and order an Italian beef sandwich, okay? Get it with sweet peppers, okay? And you can get it dipped, which they dip it in the gravy. And, you know, whatever you like, if you want it a little dry. I, I always go... You know, mid dip, you know, like don't, you know, you can dip it, but don't dip it too much. I don't want to be eating, you know, soggy meat and soggy bread, but it's a great sandwich. So he had the Italian beef. I went with the Italian sausage, which is not the same as a bratwurst. It's better than a bratwurst. It's fantastic. And uh, we were just discussing rock music. And for the last week or two before, he's been jamming out to the Black Moods, trying to learn their songs because he's 16 years old and wants to play guitar, and he's jamming out. So we were on our way, had dinner, took off, left. We got there, had another buddy meet me there too as well. So I had about three, four friends in the house with me, and that was really cool. And then the Black Moods went on, man, and they delivered. They did about seven, eight songs that just absolutely crushed Josh Kenny sounded great. The band sounded great. Drummer Chico Diaz, man, I mean, what a phenomenal player. And Jordan Hoffman, that rhythm section was just tight. And they're a three-piece band. Uh, But they sound like there's like five, six people up there. It's incredible. Right now, the band is based in Arizona. They all hail from Missouri, Wheaton, Missouri. Uh, They released a great album in 2020 called Sunshine, which is... A fantastic record. Uh, I believe it was Chris's top five or top ten. It was in my top 20 list. Fantastic album. It gets better with every listen. They've got two albums previous to that, Medicine and The Black Moods Self-Title, which I bought. Um, Love them. Looking forward to checking out those two albums. And they've got a new song coming out in October called Saturday. I don't know if that means a new album is coming out in October. I just I know a new song is coming out because they played it and it was fantastic. But I also have to tell you their interaction with the fans after they performed was awesome. And they had people by their merch table. They were interacting. They were taking pictures. They were talking to people. I had a chance to give Josh a hug and talk to him. He was great. They were great with my son. They all signed autographs for my son. They took pictures. Josh had a great conversation with them. They were so happy to see a 16-year-old at a show and, and checking them out. They were, they were awesome, and I can't say enough about them. They were great. Uh, but that's what a young band really does need to do. You know, Similar to what Them Dirty Roses also did on Saturday night is get at that merch table and interact with their fans. You know, I've seen so many young bands so far do that. Joyce Wolf comes to mind when I think about that. The Cold Stairs, who I just saw too recently. I know there's probably somebody I'm 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 forgetting, but yeah, I mean for a young band who's trying to build their audience, that's what you need to do is get out that merch table, shake hands, take pictures, sign autographs, bring that personal connection 
to the people who are coming to see you. It's not the days of old where you had that kind of wall behind, you know, the, you know, or uh, you st- stood behind the curtain where people, you know, maybe didn't know you as much or interact with you as much. But it was great, man. And my son was just floored just to to meet them and talk with them. And what a great experience it was for him. They're opening up for the Dead Daisies. It's a great bill. Um, And also on that bill is the second act, which is Don Jameson, who, like I said in the beginning, is one of the co-hosts of that metal show with Eddie Trunk and Jim Florentine. And he brought it, man. It was awesome. Totally hilarious. Great show. Talks about not shitting on tour buses, which I didn't know you couldn't shit on a tour bus. So that was news to me. But he was great. He reminds me, I went to Catholic school for eight years, uh, from first grade to eighth grade. And he reminds me of that kid. And I very well could have been that kid. But he reminds me of the kid in the classroom who's who starts the year off in the back corner of the classroom and just zings the teacher with smart-ass comments and questions that shouldn't be taken serious and gets a laugh and a rise out of the classroom. And as the year goes on, every teacher in every class decides to move him to the front because he's a distraction to all the other kids in the class. That's who Don Jameson was when he was a kid. I, I, I pretty much can guarantee it. Love to ask him about that at some point. But, man, he just brought a great um, vibe to the show and you know a, a, a great you know space between the Black Moods and the Dead Daisies because they're both bands were loud. And to give your ears a rest in between and have Don make jokes and make you laugh and... You know, just have a good time. And remember what rock and roll is all about, is is to have that good time, is to have those jokes and those zings, you know, on each other and while you're listening to music. He brought he brings that atmosphere to wherever he does play, you know, to every where he does stand up. And a perfect format for him is on a rock tour. Because everyone's familiar with him from that metal show. Everybody knows what he brings and knows what he's about and he doesn't disappoint. It's great to see him up on stage because we're all craving another show like that metal show. We don't know if we'll ever get it. It's been, I don't know, three, four years, maybe more since there's been an episode. And I think rock music does need that. And and yes, it had a lot of episodes where they had legacy artists on there. But I think now with the emergence of new rock, it would be a great vehicle if they could do something like that or something similar to that to kind of bridge the gap between new and old because there's so much new bands, so many new bands that are out there right now as I keep mentioning, keep talking about. And, you know, there's also a lot of legacy artists that are releasing great music. I mean, how many times do you hear that dude, you know, you see that post from that dude Whatever happened to this man? Whatever happened to this? Realizing or not realizing that all he needs to do is go on Google and look up the band that he's asking about, and he can find out exactly what that band is doing. So if you're listening and you're pondering what 
ever happened to this band or that band while you're eating your Sunday dinner or you're sleeping and you're resting your eyes, ready, getting ready to go to sleep, whatever happened to this band? Guess what, folks? Go to Google, type, up, type the band, and I guarantee you, you'll find out if they're releasing new music on tour, whatever they're doing. Use Google. Google is your friend. But Don was great. Had a chance to visit with him after the show, too, as well. Talk with him for a little bit. And, you know, my son goes up to him. It was great. He's like, yeah, I used to watch that metal show with my dad when I was younger. And he was like, that's so cool. That's so awesome. He gets a lot of that, you know, whenever he does play shows. The bond that exists between, you know, a parent and kid, father and son, father and daughter, mother and daughter, mother and son, whatever it is. Um it's great that he hears that a lot because that's helping the next generation of rock fans be who they are and grow that audience. So hopefully something like that, a vehicle like that, that allows new music to be bridged with that classic legendary legacy artist, legacy bands, hopefully that can exist one day again because we all miss it. Don was awesome. So definitely check him out. And, you know, don't just get there for the headline act. you got a great opening act in the Black Moods, and you got Don Jameson. So any, anyone who's going to go see this tour, this is what you need to do. Definitely what you need to do. On to the Dead Daisies. Again, I've seen this band before with Karabi, and I have never seen Glenn Hughes live, so I was excited to experience this. Uh, just a tremendous show. Uh, they sounded incredible. Glenn Hughes, let me tell you, unfucking believable. I mean, the guy is 70 years old, and he hits notes that I could only dream of hitting. Like I don't I could never do that. I mean, not even like sleeping and thinking about it. It's just so incredible. And his bass playing and his interaction with the crowd, um, just a fantastic frontman, a fantastic performer. Uh, yeah, I mean, they brought it. Doug Aldrich, of course, bringing it as he always does. Um, just an incredible, incredible tone, incredible playing. I mean, he's just, you know, when you think about his career, it's a shame that when people talk about guitar heroes, Doug's name rarely, if ever, gets mentioned. And it's not because he's not a fantastic player. He's a top-notch, incredible player. It's just, for whatever reason, luck of the draw, he's never been in a band that, you know, he's been in Dio and he's been in Whitesnake, but he's never been in that band that had that mainstream success. You know, I mean, Dio was for metal guys. Whitesnake, of course, had that mainstream success in 87 and a little bit after, but he was not part of that. But his guitar playing is absolutely second to none. You cannot find, or there are very few guitar players, I should say, that are better than him. His tone is undeniable. It is defining. You know Doug Aldrich when you hear him. I highly recommend checking out some of his stuff with Whitesnake and Dio. He was on the Hurricane Slave to the Thrill album. He started out with Lion in the album, I think it was Dangerous Attraction, does Burning Rain. Check out that stuff, man. Check out his discography. If you're a guitar player, you are absolutely going to love it. Absolutely. Uh, again, you know, very friendly after the show. Was able to talk with my son for a little bit. Got a picture taken with him. 
Fantastic dude. Fantastic. On drums, you have Tommy Klufatos, who replaced Dean Castronova. Dean actually plays on the album Holy Ground, but because of some health issues, Dean had to bow out of the tour, and Tommy replaced him. Just an absolute monster on the kit, man. The guy just wails. And, of course, the founding member, David Lowey, on rhythm guitar, really adds you know the element to fill out the sound and make Dead Daisies, you know, who they are in terms of performing because they absolutely crush it in concert. They did some new stuff, a lot of stuff from the new album. They did some older stuff, too, as well uh, from previous records, namely Long Way to Go, Make Some Noise, Mexico, Midnight Moses. I don't know if they did Make Some Noise. I think it was Midnight Moses they did which was just absolutely incredible. And then they did Mistreated, Deep Purple. Unbelievable. They ended the night with Burn. Just fantastic, man. I was, to see Glenn Hughes sing Mistreated and Burn was a treat for me. Absolute treat to see that by one of the legends in hard rock and heavy metal. What a way to end a show. I got to tell you, uh, just absolutely phenomenal uh, concert. Way to end the evening. Definitely check out the tour with Don Jameson, the Black Moods opening up. The Dead Daisies are just bringing it. Uh, one of the great albums of 2021 released, I think it was March this year they released the album. So check that out. A definitely a great time to be had by all. You will enjoy yourself. I know the Black Moods have new material coming out. I know you can check out Don Jameson's new album, Denim and Laughter, available now on his website, donjameson.com. So look for all that. That's been out since February 21st, I believe, February. So you can order that on his website and definitely... uh, Definitely go purchase that. Look for the new album by The Black Moods. Go buy their album, Sunshine, on their website, theblackmoods.com. Great show to go see. Great time. Highly recommend it. Go see Them Dirty Roses when they come, to as well. Look up their website, themdirtyroses.com. Telling you, man, they bring it. All bands bring it. Both shows were phenomenal. Thanks again for tuning in. This is Jay Scott. This is The Hook Rocks. We will talk again soon. Thanks.
92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 